Confessions of a Trainwreck. 30, flirty and surviving. It's easy to speak out about the way I live, but it's a 24-carat dream. No supermodel in my dirty jeans, but in my 24-inch heels. Hello, my loves, and happy freaking Friday. Can you believe that we actually made it? Now, Ripley's believe it or not, but this is the first five-day work week that I have worked in such a long time. Honestly, between like transitioning to the new job, Easter, and all of the public holidays that happened around the first half of the year. I think, honestly, it's been like five whole weeks since I've worked a full five-day week, and I'm going to level with you here. I have struggled so, so much. I just do not understand why a flat four-day work week isn't a thing. Honestly, the more that you think about the concept of like a five-day work week where we spend five days working and then only two days living, the more you just like spiral out of control with rage. I just honestly, with the rise of stress and mental health issues and burnout, why has someone not stepped in to advise on how they could help us by promoting the benefits of a four-day work week. I see it all over LinkedIn, but why has someone not done anything? Also, imagine how much more money we would all be throwing around into the economy if we literally had three free days every single week to spend how we please. Tourism would be up, bars and restaurants would be absolutely bawling. This to me just seems like a really fail-proof plan. Even when it comes to the weekend, I feel like I honestly only get full enjoyment out of one day of the week anyway, because on Friday night, I don't know about you, but I am so tired and so wrecked from the week to actually do anything even remotely social. So like my favorite thing to do on a Friday night, for example, is to eat Vietnamese takeaway and watch Netflix. And then when we get to Sunday, I'm usually so, so sad about the week that's about to start that also I spend most of Sunday in the Sunday sads. So... A, please tell me I'm not alone in this crazy thought pattern. And B, if there are any politicians out there who want to shoe in at the next election, I am telling you, you have absolutely got my vote if you throw in a policy for a four-day work week. Take a breath, Phoebe. Wow, that was an absolute rant and a half. And if you're still here listening, I take my hat off to you. So let's get into the first segment. Now, I admit that last week's episode was a bit of a shit show. I didn't really know the structure that I wanted to format the Friday episode in. So I started with a Netflix recommendation, but I don't like that because everybody, I feel like it's a very generic thing to do to recommend Netflix. So I'll recommend something, you know, every now and then, like if someone asks or if I have like a really standout thing that I need you to watch. But the format of this Friday episode is now going to go. We are going to play a little game every single week that me and my friend Nikki play when we're going through a hard time. But I think it's also something that we should just get into the habit of playing all the time. And that is high, low, and weird. So you can play this game once a day, once a month, once a year. Honestly, it does not matter how many times you want to play it. It still works every single time. And it really helps to put things just into perspective and kind of grounds you a bit. So whoever you're playing it with, you go back and forth and you tell each other you're high from that day, that week, that month, that year, you're low and a weird. 
So that is how we're going to start every single Friday episode by playing a little game of high, low and weird. And if you guys want to play along at home, you can either slide into my DMs and tell me your high, low and weird. You can jump onto the Trainwreck Community Podcast Facebook group and tell me your high, low and weird. Or you can just play it with your own friends and family. I don't really mind how you do it. But as a little example, I'm going to go first. Hi, guys. I finally did something that I have been putting off for four entire years, and that is, dun, 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 I bought all of my own professional podcast equipment. It has only taken me three and a half years to do so, but finally, I now have professional podcasting microphones, headphones, and a roadcasting machine, which is like the at-home studio version of the kind of sounding board that you need to record a podcast. So unfortunately, I'm not recording on it today because Damon needs to teach me how to use it and he is not home. But starting from next week, you will have in your ears professional Phoebe. So it's kind of like, you know, when you buy something new and you're too scared to use it and take the plastic off, but you spend so much time looking at it. That's kind of what I've been doing. So every time I walk past my office, I just have a little look into that room and look at it with love, take photos of it. I actually put a photo of it on my Instagram this week if anybody cares, but whatever. Low. And this is a very, very big low and probably part and part why I've struggled so much this week. And that is that for some godforsaken reason that I just cannot understand why is legal, the council decided to start roadworks last night. They were like jackhammering the road. At 9.30 at night, they started. 9.30 p.m. they started jackhammering the road. I understand that you can't do this kind of work necessarily during the day because of traffic flow, but why couldn't you surely start this at like 6 or 7 p.m.? So at the very, very, very minimum, you interrupt maybe some TV time, but when you start interrupting sleep, and then I was thinking about how many babies and young children and stuff would live in these kind of apartments, and I just... I'm so angry that I put it on my Instagram story and I tagged Brisbane City Council and to no surprise, I got no response. So pray for Phoebe tonight that I get a good night's sleep. And then my weird, which is not actually weird at all. It's actually a really, really good one, but that's the beauty of this category. It can actually be a good thing. So this could actually also play into my high, but for the sake of it, let's just put it in the weird category. So I had one of my girlfriend's hen's parties on last weekend and it was a long boozy lunch. And then after the lunch, we went out to a bar that was kind of like a 15 minute walk down the road. So obviously we had been drinking champagne for about four hours by the time we started to walk to our next location. And on the walk to our next location, we spotted a bridal party and there was a bride and groom and, you know, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. And they were all walking down the river walk, having their photos taken. And in our drunken stupor, we yelled out to them, congratulations, we're so happy for you. You look beautiful. You know, a gaggle of women excited for a wedding, seeing a wedding play out in action. You can imagine exactly what it sounded like. Then the next day, after I'd uploaded a photo to Instagram of myself and a girlfriend at the hen's party, a beautiful woman slid into my DMs and she was the bride. Hang on, let me find this DM and read it to you because it was insane. I just cannot believe how small this world is. And I actually love when you guys tell me this, but also don't just slide into my DMs. If you see me, come up to me and tell me. 
Hang on, let me find this DM. Oh my God, I thought I recognized you yesterday. I got married yesterday and you and your group gave us the biggest congrats on the boardwalk while we were walking, getting our photos done. I just think that it is so nice that we have built such an incredible train wreck community that these kinds of things happen. So that actually is the perfect little segue into the final segment of my Friday episode. And that is a little bit of a rundown of some of my favorite DMs that I have received in response to this week's episode. And I have to admit to you that I was a little bit nervous to put this episode out because I know that it is a very sensitive topic, the topic of children and fertility. And it's only happened to me probably twice before when I released an episode about an eating disorder and one about depression and anxiety. It's a really vulnerable thing putting something like that out there to a platform that's so, so public. And I feel like in this day and age, when everyone is so PC and you are scrutinized for everything that you do and say on the internet, I was actually really worried that I'd get some clap back. But honestly, I did not get one negative message in regards to the episode. I actually got a slew of messages from women everywhere saying how grateful they were for me studying a conversation about normalizing women not wanting to have children if they don't want to have them. And as I said in the episode, I'm still on the fence. And next week, I'm actually bringing in podcast favorite Lauren to talk about wanting children. And she kind of has a bit of a definitive moment of when she decided that she wanted children. So we're going to talk down that avenue um, kind of next week. But I just want to read out some of my favorite DMs that I received because honestly, they were so beautiful and so touching. And I feel so humbled that you guys feel comfortable enough with me to share this stuff with me so please keep sharing this lovely message came from marg i enjoyed your podcast today it's a really genuinely real thing for a lot of chicks while i'm well on the other side of it now here's my perspective on it anyway i always imagined i'd have kids but i also always imagined i'd have a big career as well i never really had to make the decision because life has made it for me But what I do know is you can have a great life and love greatly with or without having children of your own. I would have made a great mother, but I know that I'm a great auntie and my friends' kids all love me. They're all 16 plus and still think I'm cool, fun and a role model. I never thought I'd be that lucky. Loads of people over the years have judged me for not having kids, but they're mostly dicks. Preach, girl. And whatever you decide, know that it's you and your partner's decision and no one else's. Great podcast, even for an oldie like me. Oh, see, these things really give me the feels. This next message came from Court. Love this week's episode. Such a heartfelt topic to discuss. When it comes to kids, people often can't see past what their own personal view is to accept that somebody else's view may be different. I had my daughter at 36, so try not to stress too much about it. Yes, from a medical point of view, the younger you are, the less chance of health complications you may have, but it might not be what's right for you then. Only you will know what and when that is. I think what's important is that you and Damon keep open and honest communication about it to make sure that you're both on the same page. Preach. Also, my mum didn't have me and I'm the oldest until she was 31, which is younger than I am now. Actually, no, that is how old I am now. Why do I keep forgetting my own age? And Damon's mum had Damon when she was, I'm pretty sure she was in her 40s even. This message came from Catherine, and I think it's just as important that she picked up on this kind of narrative in the podcast episode. 
Oh my God, so relatable. I've worked in the fertility slash IVF industry for a number of years. Even in a space where everybody knows better, the pressure of when are you having kids is still so real. I'm still totally lost as to what to do in my own life. So such a good listen, a truly important topic. Thank you so very much. And you know what? You are so very welcome. And first and foremost, I think the reason I wanted to do this episode was just to let people know, as with all my episodes, that whatever you're going through, I think it's really important to note that you're not going through it alone. And if it is some kind of hot mess situation, there is probably like a 99.9% chance that I'm also going through it too. And this one comes from lovely Alana. Such a good episode. I also love kids, but have no idea if I want them or not. There are so many things I want to do and achieve in my own life before I even think about kids. So it's nice to know that I'm not the only one. Plus, totally understand the but you love kids argument. It's not fair to flaunt that as an argument for having kids. You can love them without wanting them. Can't wait for part two. Well, my friend, there's only a few short days to go until the wait is over for part two. So I hope it does not disappoint. So once again, I just want to thank you for being the greatest audience a girl could possibly ask for. And to let you know, to keep them DMs rolling, let me know what kind of episodes or topics you want me to cover because I am also open to your feedback because I do create this content for you. Um, now a little bit of housekeeping because I give you all of this amazing content for free. I would be so grateful if you headed over to, if you listen on Apple podcasts, if you rated me and wrote me a review, that really helps. And if you listen on Spotify, if you could follow me on Spotify, cause that also really, really helps. So I hope you all have a beautiful weekend and I'll see you next week for Trainwreck Tuesday. A pod shape production.